This is a podcast by The Straits Times and Money FM 89.3. It's now time for us uh, to turn our attention to China. Indeed, from the never-ending Evergrande saga to China eyeing a better relationship with Germany's next chancellor to China's warplanes in Taiwan's air zone and Hong Kong's Carrie Lam's annual policy address. To give us an analysis of these headlines, we're joined now by Dr. O. A. San, Senior Fellow at the Singapore Institute of International Affairs. Good morning, Dr. O. A very good morning to all of you. Now, Dr. O, as China Evergrande Group edges closer to a massive restructuring, Beijing, of course, has stepped up efforts to limit the fallout. In the last week alone, we saw that Chinese authorities dispatched top financial regulators to nudge the country's massive banks to ease credit for home buyers and to support the property sector. And, of course, in the latest turn of events, trading of Evergrande and its property services arm was halted in Hong Kong stock trading. Why do you think China is approaching the situation in this manner, stepping up efforts to ring fence Evergrande and not just save it? Well, indeed, as you said, it's like never-ending Evergrande, right? And we have been uh, hitting at this issue for the last uh, at least uh, two weeks. I think the potential fallout is at least threefold. Namely, one, for example, you will not be able to uh, service its bond and debt uh, holders. Number two, uh, you know, the shareholders of Evergrande would suffer if it collapses. And not to mention, I think at least according to one report, up to 1.5 million uh, home buyers of Evergrande properties who might not see their new homes being uh, delivered, right? That's why uh, I think this week is uh, relatively, I wouldn't say unknown, but certainly low-key property developers uh, called Hobson, uh, which is standing up to uh, sort of uh, take over uh, majority control of at least the property arm of Evergrande here. Yeah. Dr. Oh, the other issue we're looking at sort of is in a way the situation in Germany. We're still waiting for results of the election, not too sure who's going to succeed Angela Merkel as chancellor. But China says they're setting their eyes on having a better relationship with Germany. Uh, so a recent interview uh, with the Xinhua News Agency that was published, uh, Wu Ken, the Chinese ambassador in Germany, has urged the next chancellor to adopt a positive, pragmatic and cooperative policy. All right. Tell us a bit about what we can expect where this relationship is concerned, would Germany sort of toughen its stance over China, you know, sort of follow suit from the United States, or is the slate white clean? Well, actually, the German election results are out. It's just that uh, they have not yet formed their next government because no single party has won a majority and they are likely to enter into a coalition. But the coalition talks uh, would uh, take a long time, typically in Germany. Some would say up to Christmas time. But you see, one or both of these uh, larger parties, the CDU, and as well as uh, the other, the Social Democratic uh, parties, they would form the government and they are likely to bring in this smaller party, namely the Green Party. And by tradition, for example, in the last coalition, the Green Party uh, president has been made the foreign minister. And uh, now the Green Party chair lady is this lady called Annalena uh, Baerbock. And she has been rather outspoken on a series of uh, issues concerning China, such as Xinjiang, such as Hong Kong, and so on. 
So there is, of course, the worry from the Chinese side that she becoming the foreign minister, you know, the relationship, the bilateral relationship would not move forward uh, a lot. So China is uh, setting up sort of uh, the, the, the background. Uh, hopefully, she would be more uh, amenable to, uh, you know, China's uh, promoting better relationship with China. This podcast is available on our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us. And now, back to our podcast episode. Do you think uh, China's overtures will work in this regard? Well, sometimes it also depends on what sort of uh, economic interactions we are talking about, right? If China opens up more of its domestic sectors to German companies, I think it is possible, frankly. Let's move into China's entanglements with Taiwan. Of course, Taiwan's Ministry of National Defense has reported a record number of incursions by Chinese warplanes into its air defense identification zone for the second day in a row. This happened over the weekend. The 38 from last Friday and 39 planes are the highest number of incursions Taiwan has reported in a day. This, of course, since it began publicly reporting such activities last year. To what extent is China adding more muscle, perhaps, to warnings that it could ultimately use force to take hold of Taiwan? Well, I think uh, the latest is uh, yesterday. There were over 50-something sorties of uh, uh, China air uh, warplanes uh, going into Taiwan's uh, so-called air defense uh, identification zone. I think uh, China is, uh, number one, displeased uh, in general about the warming ties between Taiwan and the uh, United States uh, with large amount of weapons sale by the U.S. to Taiwan. More specifically, for example, I think just uh, less than two weeks ago, when China wanted to apply to join the CPTPP, the, the large uh, uh, free trade uh, agreement, well, Taiwan follows suit a day or two afterwards. So for China, you know, these are again signs of insubordination from Taiwan. And China would, uh, of course, like to send very strong signals against that here. All right, Dr. O, moving on. Uh, Hong Kong leader Carrie Lam expected to hold her annual policy address tomorrow. And she's likely to focus on the city's deep-rooted social issues now that authorities have tightened their grip on politics. What can we expect ahead of her annual policy address? Uh, I mean, we are heading into the final stretch of her current term. Should we expect Ms. Lam to announce perhaps an overhaul of how the city manages things like sports, culture, or tourism? What should we look out for here, Dr.? Well, I think Hong Kong is looking for new uh, growth uh, sectors in addition to its uh, traditional financial services uh, sector. And I think it's very likely that the Hong Kong government is going to consolidate it, various uh, bureaus dealing with, for example, sports, cultures, and even tourism. The, they are likely to consolidate these uh, several government bureaus and upgrade it in, from a bureau to a department so that uh, hopefully Hong Kong's, well, culture, sports, tourism and so on could be promoted uh, more effectively, well, both overseas as well as vis-a-vis China, so that it could become a new growth uh, sector here. 
Dr. Oh, something else making headlines over the weekend in China. Anti-graft authorities announced that they are investigating the country's former justice minister, Fu Chenghua. This is the latest uh, in terms of a senior cadre being drawn into Beijing's sweeping drive against corruption. We should note that a growing number of top communist figures have been caught up in President Xi's anti-corruption campaign. With some people saying that this is serving as a way to remove President Xi's political enemies, could you give us the context here? What is Mr. Fu's backstory and how did he get involved in this drive against corruption? Well, the downfall of uh, Fu Chenhua is uh, indeed quite surprising because uh, he was uh, indeed the main official designated uh, by Xi Jinping in order to, uh, well, crack down on all these uh, high-profile corruption cases uh, and, uh, and so on. So I think it is a sign that, well, nobody uh, is indeed uh, immune uh, from this uh, drive, I mean, from this uh, anti-corruption drive, which has been going on for a number of uh, years. Not even the chief uh, executioner of this drive himself. So we have seen, for example, you know, this uh, public safety or public security uh, system to which uh, Mr. Fu belongs. Uh, in recent years, uh, he has also seen the downfall of several other officials, including a Chinese national who is uh, also the, the head of uh, the International the Police Exchange Organization. So I think Xi Jinping is uh, sparing indeed uh, nobody in his drive, uh, number one, to uh, so-called clean up corruption in China, and number two, to consolidate powers uh, around the party and most prominently himself. All right, uh, we've been speaking with Dr. O. A. San, Senior Fellow at the Singapore Institute of International Affairs. Dr. O, as always, we appreciate your time. Thanks a lot for helping us. Take care and stay safe. Thank you. The Asian Insider Podcast channel is also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us.